So Bitcoiners actually believe in subjectivism, which is super fascinating because they come from the Austrian school or they, they want to come from the Austrian school. But the Austrian school, um, you'd think you might associate it with like the Ayn Rand philosophy, objectivism. But, you know, some people in the, that, that might consider themselves Austrians as far as economically, economics goes, um, may not be objectivists because uh, economics is a narrow topic. So they might overlap, they might not. But there's lots of, like, there's actually lots of diversity. I don't like that word, but there are lots of different people in these movements, actually, and there's schisms. So it's kind of funny because, you know, I, I, I discovered some turf, turf wars, right, between some people who call themselves objectivists. And it's kind of interesting because they both want the name, right? They both want the name, but they also, uh, and they think they should be included or whatever. Um, but the real objectivists, let's just say uh, the people who think of themselves as real objectivists, they don't want the people, the other people, to be considered objectivists in their movement. So it's kind of like the Bitcoiners don't want the Bitcoin cash people to, to talk, you know, to say that they are into Bitcoin. The Bitcoin, uh, the Bitcoin cash people want to say that they're the real Bitcoiners. And they did come from the same place, but then they had a disagreement over some something, right? And, the, and then they split, uh, splintered off. <clears throat> um, uh, so, so the, the objectivists had some people that they, you know, they also splintered off. Um, so it's, it's actually pretty, um, it is pretty difficult to understand why, you know, who's who. But my my main point is not internal. It's not people who are arguing amongst amongst themselves about the specifics or even really big, big, um, differences. It's, it's that, um, it's really, my question is why aren't more Bitcoiners who, you know, claim to be Austrians, why aren't they more, why aren't, why aren't they also objectivists? Why do they ignore objectivism? Or at least why do they ignore, even if they don't agree with objectivism, let's just say they don't agree with it all or everything in it. Why don't they actually have a philosophy that they talk about in general, not just, not just like a certain segment of their life, like not just economics, but more general. And I guess they would probably tell me, well, I, I believe in the Bitcoin philosophy and this applies to everything. This, is, this, applies, this applies to what I eat. This, is a, this applies to uh, how, what I do and my, my, my whatever. I mean, you could say that some Bitcoiners have a lifestyle, but I wouldn't consider a lifestyle questions like eating meat or, you know, doing this or doing that necessarily a philosophy. Um, and they would have to explain to me why what they do uh, is a philosophy and how it relates to Bitcoin and their views of Bitcoin. And they, like, I don't think anyone has done that. Like, there are definitely people who are Bitcoin maxis who, it's almost like they seem to have a philosophy, but it's not really a philosophy. Um, you know, I guess I would consider it more of a religion or a cult than a philosophy. But I think... 
in, in asking this question myself, why aren't more Bitcoiners sort of Ayn Rand fans or talk about objectivism or talk about philosophy in the broader sense of a working framework? And I think it's because uh, they don't believe it or they don't, they're not into it, right? Most, I don't think most Bitcoiners are into Ayn Rand or objectivism uh, at that, you know, at all. They're just into Bitcoin. <laughs> so, and it, it's weird, right? Because um, a lot of libertarians kind of are flock, flocking to are flocking to um, Bitcoin. It's associated with Bitcoiners, but you, but but now that I know more about libertarianism and sort of what it is and what it isn't, it's not really a philosophical framework. It's a hodgepodge of, of a collection of different people who believe really different things uh, and how they interpret liberty. Um, so now that I know more about it, uh, I, I get it. I get why it's associated with libertarianism and not um, associated with objectivism or Ayn Rand. It makes perfect sense to me. Go look up why Ayn Rand didn't like libertarianism, right? Why, you know, um, so they don't have to be objectivists if they don't believe in Ayn Rand's philosophy of objectivism. And I would argue they can't be because what Bitcoin is, it represents, um, in my opinion, it purely represents subjectivist thought. And that is because it is all about wishing something to be so, uh, uh, regardless of reality. It's like ignoring reality and pretending like Bitcoin is a thing, like it's digital gold, like it's money. Um, you know, they're, they're full of, these people are full of anti-concepts and concept stealing, which are Ayn Rand's terms. They're also in favor of sort of subjectively, collectively, this shared idea that Bitcoin has value just because people believe it or people can bring about value in Bitcoin um, just by believing in it or by agreeing to believe in it, right? They think that money is arbitrary, that value is arbitrary, and that uh, they can subjectively value Bitcoin and other people could choose not to. But, you know, they come up with fancy sayings or slogans like, have fun staying poor. This is them saying, we collectively just arbitrarily, you know, price Bitcoin or value Bitcoin. You don't, and you're going to be poor if you don't. But that's okay, because we're subjectivists. So they don't have to... So this means that they can create money out of thin air. Just like the Federal Reserve can create money out of thin air. The only difference for them, and this is, I think, why they stress decentralization so much, is that they believe, well, it's not coming from an authority figure in power, in government, right? It's coming from outside. It's coming from the private individuals, right? And so it's decentralized. They like to use this term decentralized. Um, uh, but really what you should be asking is not, is it, is it decentralized, which you could argue Bitcoin's not, but is it, what is it? Not what, you know, what, not focus on this decentralization argument, but instead, what is it? And where does the value come from? Well, for Bitcoiners, it doesn't come from reality. It comes from their minds exclusively. And this is why they have to, I think they're constantly trying to relate the concepts of Bitcoin or the attributes, right, that exist in the mind only to concrete things in reality, but their connections are weak. Their connections don't make sense. And they steal uh, concepts, like they stole gold and they called it digital gold. Well, how can you have digital gold? Take it at face value. Take these definitions they come up with at face value, right? Um, 
and they're just stealing concepts. They're trying to, and every time you see a picture of Bitcoin, it's like a gold coin. There's, I mean, that's, I guess that's image stealing, right? Uh, they constantly um, come up with anti-concepts, right? They constantly concept steal. And I think it's because they're, they're always trying to tie Bitcoin to reality, um, because they, I think maybe intuitively they, they get that people don't understand it, um, because it's so abstract and people need a tie to reality. People need Bitcoin to be tied concretely to something in their world. And when they can't do that, they have to cheat, right? Maybe they do this subconsciously, but they have to cheat and they have to, they have to say, okay, it's digital gold. It has all these properties of gold without being the substance of gold, Right. So how can you have any properties of gold if you're not actually the thing itself, right? So that's a, it's, it's a way of distracting you or maybe lying to you about what it is because they don't really care about reality. They don't care that gold is real and Bitcoin's not, right? Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin is not real. It, it's, it is a concept. It, it is a concept. It is just stored in a computer. It's just software. And it's this collective delusion, right, that, that people, you know, it's a narrative. It's a story that people tell each other. And they can tell each other wild things about it because it's completely just made up, right? It doesn't exist in reality. It only exists in your mind. You know, you can run the software, yes, but what does that software entail? It just is some co human cognition carried out by a computer that stores some, you know, attribute know some abstract attribute like Joe owns or not Joe but sorry but this number that Joe is associated with like public key um, has five bitcoins or five you know UTXOs you know associated with it that he controls because he's got the private key um, and he proved it to me or whatever uh, by signing this transaction and, and and then and then I know that it's him because he moved it or whatever if you know him I mean su substituting him with his you know public public key but basically that's what it is it's just software running around you know uh talking about concepts talking about all these different you know doing the steps of the computer just we're gonna just mentally dilute ourselves into thinking it's real it just exists in software it just exists in your mind and the thing is is that this isn't going to be permanent or it has a real permanence problem because the moment anybody tries to the moment people give up on Bitcoin, like they don't want to hold it in their heads, they don't care about the software, um, they don't want to think about Bitcoin, um, they really couldn't care, they're not going to give their money away to somebody who says, I will give you some Bitcoin, right, to this public key if you give me some money, basically just update the software, put 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 a little, put a little bit of you and your name in there, and you know, put a little Bitcoin under your control or whatever, if, as long, you know, when people, more and more people start waking up and saying, well, why should I pay anything for this stuff? This is just a software program running, and it only—it's it, only going to matter to me if more people join in later and want to buy my bitcoins at a higher price than I paid. I mean, that's a big gamble to take. I have no idea if people are going to like this in the future. Did I pay too much for this? And why would people pay from for in the future? Well, only because they think that someone else will pay them in the future. So it's not guaranteed, right? It's not real wealth. It's not real value. It doesn't have the value of like real wealth. I mean, gold or a house, something, something that's real, something that's useful, right? Something that is, so just because it's intangible doesn't mean something is, is, is useless.
useless. I mean, music, right? Music stored on a disc or computer. This kind of stuff is, um, it's valuable to people. It gives people entertainment. Um, but what is, what can Bitcoin do? You can't do anything with it except give it to somebody else. And that is not enough, right? People, the Bitcoiners want to say it is. I don't think it's enough. Um, they, they disagree. <coughs> but, um, but even if you, you said you can give it to somebody else, that's not the Bitcoin tokens itself. That's the whole protocol. That's the whole thing working together. And that depends on other people. That depends on this whole ecosystem of trading, right? The miners are still working. It's not going to be banned, right? Um, so there's lots of things that you rely on to keep working that may not be around, right? So it's not the Bitcoin token itself, the abstract memory hold in the software that says you own, you know, this public key owns, you know, five Bitcoins. Uh, what they're talking about, you can give it to somebody else, is the whole system working, right? This complex system that depends on so many other things, you know, coming together and you still being able to do something with it. Because you can still technically have your Bitcoin if you are the only one running the software, but who gives a damn if there's nobody interested mining it or, or doing whatever?